What's up, guys? Welcome to the Sound Centric Podcast. I'm Samuel Sarfo. I'm Adam Dash. And thank you for tuning in for another episode. Adam, I got good news for you. Uh, I know your girl, Lauren Hill. I know she's one of your favorites of all time. She just announced a Miss Education of Lauren Hill 25th anniversary oh, really? tour. She's actually coming to New York on September 23rd. So if you want to cop some tickets, damn, I didn't some see tickets, that. that's an opportunity for you. I feel like Lauren would go full band with it. Mm-hmm. If she shows up on time, actually, I think that'd be a top <laughs> a top tier concert to go to. But sadly, she's known for just not coming at all on time. Oh, is that true? Yeah, she's known for flaking on concerts and showing up late. Dang. Like she's like one of hey, the OG man. people who's known for like being bad with that. Okay. And and we were me and Adam were talking about this before, but about Frank Ocean and the whole Coachella situation. But I feel like that's okay. I get it. You have fans you owe. But at the same time, man, people have lies. You know, people have, you know, situations happening behind the scenes you don't know about. And you got to give them some grace for that, you know? If it happens once, and it's one thing to say that they owe you something for, like, releasing music. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to, like, oh, these people spent $100 plus and, like, travel and babysitters to come see you perform. And you come out two hours late. It's like, come on. That's actually hard-earned money that they spent on you. Mm -hmm. And, like... The same way that you, if you get paid to go to your job working nine to five, this person's getting paid like a million dollars just to perform from like eight <laughs> to 10 p.m. Like just You know, it might show. be a charity case. You don't know. Maybe she's just coming down just for the fans. Yeah. You don't know. And if, if you're doing for a charity, why would you show up late? That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you got to show up on time. So maybe I'll go to that concert. That sounds fire. Honestly, I know I have some hard-earned money that I want to spend on some touring. I wanted to go see Dominic Fike in Cincinnati, but I couldn't go. But I really want to go to another concert. The last I one I went to was Paramore. Show. Really Ooh, great. Paramore. I, oh, I, yeah. Paramore, I've I seen, saw. It was a really great show. Um, I've seen a lot of another. clips of that, of her. Yeah. Haley Williams is incredible. Go, dude. But, yo, it's another week. What's your playlist title? Leading single. Yeah, we're going to shout out, honestly, the only album from this year that I've played religiously back and forth. Sadly, there's mm-hmm. only been one so far. We're going to go with Forward by Jordan Ward because right Shout now, him. and I feel like I talk about this every week, but we're just moving forward with this job process and <laughs> just trying to move forward with applying to the next one. Mm-hmm. But shout out to Jordan because that's actually like such a fucking good album. I'm mm-hmm. so shocked that he was just an opener for someone and I've heard of him before on some like Duckworth songs and I thought he was cool and his, mm-hmm. this album's just amazing. And he's actually releasing a yeah. deluxe for it this Friday. Doing all the right promotion. Yeah. And I saw he had a genius video pop up too for on my recommendation feed for White yeah, Crocs. For White Crocs. Um, so he's growing. He's getting a lot bigger. Yeah, he got SZA shouted him out. He had Tyler shouted him out. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's one of the. Like, oh, he's set. Like, Those are the cosigns right there. He's set. I feel like Tyler always has like these quote unquote random artists on his albums that have beautiful voices. Mm-hmm. Like, not that he's random, but like. On Flower Boy, I didn't know who Rex Orange County was, and like this guy's yeah. voice. Or even Caliuchis. Um, Tyler's the one who Callie. really put her on. That yeah, was a coach. Exactly. Yep. So that'd be sick if that was like, if that was like the next person that had like a random pop up voice throughout the album. Also, mm-hmm. another person who has a million shout outs is Tizo Touchdown. It's crazy. Did you know Did him you before know? the Travis album? I saw him open for Tyler. And okay, I've. I have no clue who he was until the Travis album. He has. I'm not sure if you've seen what he looks like. He has like chains mm-hmm. all in his hair, like needles. Oh, I haven't seen Very, him. very interesting looking guy. Um, it was okay. a fun performance, but like the music didn't do it for me. His Travis mm-hmm. feature was sick. He sounds like a fucking mm-hmm. weird vampire singing. <laughs> have, you, have you seen these snippets on Twitter that he's been posting? 
I haven't. I guess not. All I know about Travis is the whole beef. Or not beef. I think it's like a, a he's, he's joking. I forget what's his name. Um, but basically it was because Travis didn't give him any feature credits at uh, all. Yeah, so he K- made like a low-key K-Side. diss track. Yeah, yeah, K- not, yeah that wasn't yeah, Tizo. Yeah, that guy's fire yeah. too. Um, yeah. But Tizo, he had Drake posted him on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. Tyler's obviously, he was on the Tyler album. He was on Call Me If You mm-hmm. Get Lost. And I... I don't really love the snippets, but people are really boosting it up. He's yeah, getting, so like, he might get something. So, I mean, he's on Travis, Drake, Tyler. Like, that's yeah. a lot of major people to have on your side. Yeah. I'm honestly, hey, it's out of place with the Drake vibe. So I'm very surprised that that's like he's got that a cosign. That's a crazy cosign to have. He might be ha- might be on a lot of projects with them because I know like when Gunno was coming up, he was on everybody's project. Little baby, same thing. Yeah. So I think he's just another one of those guys coming in and there. They're patting him on the back. And I always appreciate that. I know I liked his verse, like you said, on the Travis on the yeah, Travis feature. And it was dope. So hopefully it brings more. I didn't get to see him in person. You said it was okay. But I didn't see what he looks like in person. You said he had needles yeah, got, all over his head or something. Honestly, look him up right now. But if he was a really <laughs> funny performance. Like, he was good. The music itself wasn't like wasn't like Jordan Ward where I looked him up after. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Say the least. <laughs> yeah. It was a very interesting performance. But yeah, he yeah. killed it. Uh, yeah. But how have you been? What is your playlist title for the week? How are we doing? I can't stop looking at this guy, bro. Yeah, bro. It's interesting. <laughs> He's an interesting um, man. <laughs> my playlist title is going to be called Today I Don't Feel Like Doing Anything. Shout out to Bruno uh, Mars. It's been a little bit like a creative slump too, trying to organize yeah. all my thoughts and get things together. But I couldn't do it without a lot of the homies who, who are behind my back, which is why the song is going to be Complexion off to Pimp a Butterfly. I love that track. Love that beat. Um, just amazing how Kendrick was able yeah. to build an album so good like that. And I'm out here trying to write songs and everything I'm writing. I'm like, oh, this this sucks. When it really is, I'm just being a harsh critic. Um, we're also a shout out to my collective here in Columbus. They're also having an event, um, fashion, right. art, music, live performances, all of it on August 26th. So all they're right. the whole me's and they're they're holding it, holding it together. And I'm just out here working, but got to get out of that creative slump for sure. That Rhapsody feature is fire. Let me yeah. talk my no. Stu Scott. Where's she at? She dropped. She's I, I love Rhapsody. Quiet, quiet. Like whenever she drops, she hasn't dropped since Eve. Nah, no. There was an album after is Eve. The one. What's the one that's like every song is female based? Is that Eve? Yeah, that's Eve. Yep. That that's was a fire album. That was like 2019. Yeah, it's been I a while. My from freshman here. year of school. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love rap. It's been a while. Like bar for bar, like one of the best artists out. She's amazing. Yeah, and that but uh, obviously. I was in that Bruno Mars video, I remember, out. with the uh, monkey mm-hmm. mask uh, for Today I Don't Want to Do Anything. That was yeah, classic. <laughs> he hasn't dropped either in a while. Well, because of Silk Sonic, I think yeah. he's taking a break and he literally swept up the, the also, award show. I was listening to, not Oxnard, um, Ventura by Anderson Pack last night. Oh, good I'm album. like, oh, mm-hmm. he hasn't released his own album since 2018 or 2019. Which that it feels true. like he dropped so much because he does a lot of songs and he had the Silk Sonic album. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he. I'm hoping No Worries finally drops because he's been teasing that for like two years. Um, that's the album with his actual knowledge. crew, right? No, nah, that's knowledge. All knowledge. Yep. Uh, knowledge. His actual crew. He has so is, many like side projects. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. His other crew. Uh-huh. What's it called? Um, the. No, why am I forgetting that? The Free Nationals. Yep, Free Nationals. And that's yep. cool because he, he used to be. Lot. He used to be a wedding singer. I think like that was his band. Like they used to just go to weddings. Wow. Before he got found. Bro, don't stop. That's crazy. I mean, that's yeah. that's some true dedication. Shout out to Anderson Pack. He needs to drop. Um, Rhapsody needs to drop. Obviously, you know, big announcement. We don't know when it's going to drop. Yeah, but they say this Friday. He's been teasing at Drake. Oh, this Friday? They say it's this Friday. 
There's no well, confirmed. according to they guys, the source is they. Yeah. They <laughs> they said that Drake will be dropping for all the dogs possibly this Oof. Friday. He had the cover, which his son drew, which I thought was pretty nice. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't really care I that it. much, especially after after CLB. I don't take Drake seriously anymore, yeah. um, especially with that cover. Uh, but what do you think? What do you what do you expect from Drake? What do you hope from Drake? Some features. I'm gonna say first, my friend sent me the album cover mm-hmm. and was like, "This is awful." Maybe like my mm-hmm. standards went down for it, but I'm like, honestly, it could sun drew yeah. it. Like, it looks kind of cool. If the album like yeah. fits, like it's dark and has like the red eyes, maybe mm-hmm. the album fits that vibe. That'd be sick. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy that CLB and Donda came out and like sometimes a weird album cover ages well. Mm-hmm. Dude, the all black Donda cover, like, and the babies on CLB did not age well. That, those did not look. I think good. people are being way too critical about the Donda album. Like, there's been it's plenty of albums bl- that are just black. There's been so many albums that are yeah, just black. Just, the black album or the Beatles, the white yeah, album. I think, like, that's I just actually think, a creative expression, you know? Yeah, I just think it's Compared too easy. To emojis. Uh, yeah, dude. I just think it's too easy for Kanye. If it's also been done before. You just named other artists who did it. So, fair, fair enough. I would but have rather. I don't think cool. I have a problem with that. But for Drake expectations, people are mm-hmm. saying that J Cole features confirmed. I will be. I mean, hopefully, man, it's album of the year if J Cole's on it. Also, mm-hmm. J Cole, he's got. There's a song with Burna Boy coming out with J Cole. On I it, saw that. Just, so you're already up to date. You know. And about there's it. a Gucci Main song with J Cole coming out this Friday. So Cole's on oh, one. Geez. And apparently, according to Zane Lowe, there's a feature on this album that is going to shock the industry. And people were saying that Drake posted on his Instagram story last week a picture of Blonde. Mm. So maybe we're getting Frank Ocean on it. That being said, I don't know why a Frank Ocean feature would shake the industry. This doesn't seem like the craziest thing. But I don't know if we've ever gotten Drake and Frank Ocean before. So I guess that'd be like the biggest song in the world. With two dedicated that fan would bases. be that would be exciting, but remember we had that Drake and Brent Fias track, and you said it was completely underwhelming. So don't be too hopeful Facts. about this. Drake I will say and Frank Ocean that album that song grew on me as a part of mm-hmm. the full Wasteland album. It was just yep. like a six minute song that was released as a fe- uh, single. It was really just a Drake song, to be honest, featuring yeah, Brent. It was. <laughs> and Pharrell. I mean, I've kind of got whenever something says produced by Pharrell, it doesn't really excite me anymore. I think like yeah. I've been let down a lot by that. Even though, hey. <laughs> He's a goat. Respect him. Yeah. There's a lot of beat. Like, there's a song on the Tyler album that's Tyler, Uzi, and Pharrell, and it's easily mm-hmm. the worst song on Call Me If You Get Lost. There's been some How do you feel about, what was it, like, Clock In, Clock Out, whatever the song was called? Oh, uh, with 21 oh, Savage. Oh, Cash In, Cash Out. Cash In, Cash yeah, Out. Yeah, 21 Savage. Yeah. Like, also, so unexciting. Dead in Atlanta mm-hmm. with Travis is actually a good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's been some disappointments, but who are you expecting in the album? I mean, I heard it's all For R&B. Me, mm-hmm. I want to rap, but... That's what I'm saying. For me, it's not even who Drake works with because we already know who he's going to work with. We already know the typical people he works with. But for me, I just want Drake to rap. Yeah, I know he made some tweets earlier like, oh, yeah, you guys saying you want Mr. Old Drake where you're going to get it with this album. You know he's lying. You know he's capping. It's going to be a playlist with a bunch of different Drake songs. The only thing I want for Drake is I I miss Old Drake. That's the Drake I grew up on. That's the Drake where me and my homies would have singing battles. Some rap battles yeah. would have singing battles because of Drake singing Find Your Love and all these all these tunes. But um, I just want him to rap like If You're Reading This Is Too Late or Take Care. Just bring that hunger back again. Yeah. And we've seen glimpses of that throughout his career. I don't think we're going to get that. Drake is so big and mainstream now. I mean, it's kind of like untouchable at this point. He kind of just lives in his own world and he does what he does. Yeah. So, um, you know, I know it's a big hip-hop artist who's dropping, but at the same time, I'm not. I'm not that excited. I know it's Drake, but it's you know what yeah. you're gonna get, right? There's gonna be at least two amazing songs on it that are gonna be like hits. So that's always exciting. Get some that's new Drake facts. hits. I saw someone tweet this, and it's honestly facts. It was saying mm-hmm. how 
Knife Talk on CLB and Mr. Right Now mm-hmm. on Savage Mode 2 should have been swapped mm-hmm. in the albums. Because it's so funny that on CLB you have Drake talking about gang shit. That's yeah. all I'm on. And it's like, that doesn't fit this album. And honestly, Mr. Right Now doesn't really fit Savage Mode 2, but yeah. it would have fit on CLB. I didn't like neither but, of those songs, especially Mr. Knife Talk. I did not like that uh, song. Yeah. Knife Talk? I never. I, it, I didn't. It just, I don't need to hear Drake on a shit, on a song that's talking about gang shit is all we on. And that's the same thing I felt about this Travis project with Meltdown and he's whispering and I'm like, bro, can we just like, what happened to dude singing about ladies and his girl problems? (laughs) Now now he's part of the mafia, you know? I mean, I don't know, but who else are you excited for to drop this year? Artists or rappers? Obviously, Drake is another one that's coming through and obviously the year's coming to a close. Hip hop, I think needs a little bit of an upper. We had Travis drop and I think that's really it in terms of who did well and if they sort of met expectations, but who do you want? Easy choice is Cole. Hopefully it comes out this year. Something comes mm-hmm. out. They're, they just announced today there's an Earl sweatshirt and Alchemist album coming out, which Ooh, I've not finally. always been the biggest Earl guy, but like mm-hmm. the Alchemist album is Earl sweatshirt. I'm sure it's exactly. fire. Mm-hmm. So I trust I trust that one. There's an artist that I've been such a big fan of, and he hasn't dropped. His name is Reggie. I used to like, mm-hmm. when we first started the podcast, I would go off about him. He, he works yeah. with Smee now, and... I've been wanting him to drop for so long. He's like was my favorite rising artist, and the album never came out yet. Mm-hmm. Who else we got? You, you name some people. Else, I'm trying to. I don't. First, I don't want J Cole to drop this year. I feel like this year has been a flub for hip hop, so he needs to wait till okay. next year and start it off strong. I think he should just drop a single, kind of like we did with the climb back, and everyone was so excited and geared up. What a song! Um, he needs like a big single or middle child. We drop middle yeah. child out of nowhere, and he ruled. The, the the audio landscape, I think he needs to do something like that. Drop that, that. that banger that we need to prep us up for next year. But some artists I have is one ASAP Rocky. I'm so geeked to yeah. hear from him. It's Riot, been too long. Mm-hmm. Riot grew on me. I, I, I need to listen to it. I, I heard like, I heard, I haven't given the time to really sit down and really enjoy it because it's just a lot of yelling. And I'm like, bro, yeah. I'm not trying I, to I heard it this. at the gym mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is a better environment to hear Man, this. Adam, There's it's also, always the gym with you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's a good time to listen to music, but it's, there was a snippet with Tyler on it, and honestly, it was so much better. Tyler killed his okay. verse, and it oh, made it. And they, well, I heard people trashing it. He cut it yeah, off. I don't know why. Right? I thought it was off. sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but I know in 2018, testing people were hating on that too. People were really hating on testing. When I thought it was a solid project, had um, well, obviously it wasn't his best, but that's some great hits. Great hits. Praise the Lord is one of my favorite songs by Aesop ever. Yeah, that was the song I was playing 24 seven. Uh, apart from ASAP, uh, I know Doja Cat's coming out. She dropped two singles. Hopefully, she Thanks. does her thing. She raps more, right? That's what we've been waiting for. Georgia Smith, I know that's your girl too. Yeah, uh, she's gonna oh, drop. Yeah, that... I don't know if it's this year or next year, but I think it's this year sometime. Wait, that could. I mean, it could be dropping really soon. Like it's on Apple Music with the track list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it could be. But you know these these labels, bro. They prep well <laughs> beforehand. Like I know Olivia Rodrigo. She announced her album like last month. She's like, oh yeah, I'm dropping it in like November yeah. or December. I'm like, bruh. But Olivia Rodrigo is another one. She's really good. One of the big artists in pop who's doing her thing. Lil Nas uh, George, X is another one. What'd Max. you say? Georgia's mm-hmm. dropping on September 29th. 29th. So, okay. So, soon. Soon, soon, soon. Yeah. Lil Nas X. That will yeah. be fire. He's, yeah, he's been mm-hmm. quiet. And you know when he comes back, he's a marketing master. So, there's going to be a full music exactly. video and funny rollout. Mm-hmm. Like, that's an exciting person to watch. That's what I'm saying. Really entertaining. And then one surprise one for me. I really need to hear from is, and we talked about this a little bit earlier in the previous episodes, but Cardi B, like, is she not a singer any, or is she, is she not an yeah. artist anymore? Like, she just kills every she's feature. not coming back. Yeah, she's killing the feature game right now, but she needs to drop an album. 
It seems like I don't yeah. think she will. I heard there's low key beef with her and her label. Um, but I don't Westside. know. I don't know. I don't oh, know. Westside, Westside Gun, pray for Paris too. There was. There's oh been my god. J- there's been JID snippets. I hate there's to been hear a, Adam. There's been a Denzel Curry snippet. Why you, you're not happy or? Why do people keep rehashing things? From Tyler said this about oh, oh, with Eminem. Series. If you remember that infamous um, video yeah. that he said that. Artists need to move forward with their careers and try something else. Westside Gun dropped Pray for Paris, one of my favorite albums at that time, one of the best rap albums at that time. Yeah, then two great. seconds later, he drops another album that doesn't match up with it, and then he just drops 100, 100 more projects, and it's like, dude, take a breath. You know, Nas with Magic 2, like, come on, yeah. leave it alone, I will say, please. And someone tweeted about this, but Griselda has been a little quiet this year compared to the constant dropping we usually get. So That's Conway true. dropped the beginning of the year, which was a good album. But Benny hasn't dropped. Westside Gun hasn't dropped anything, which is surprising halfway through the year. So I they think they learned their lesson. That's why you yeah, can't keep dropping also, like that, dude. He's so good at curating. Like honestly, I trust him. I'll like the album. Mm-hmm. There's obviously gonna be songs I don't like where it's like just him and he's like singing or some shit. But mm-hmm. hey, that song with JID, that's gonna be crazy. I heard it's a mixture of trap music and his normal music. I don't want to hear him on trap music. I just want to hear his beautiful Who? ass. Uh, Westside Gun. Oh yeah, no, just keep him on that, on those beats. Yeah. But Pray for you, Paris is easily my favorite album by him. But I think like this goes along with this conversation too. A lot of artists who've dropped in not a long time. And obviously music has changed since like twenty eighteen, which I think was the peak of music. But yeah. in the last five years, or you said maybe in the last spanning from twenty ten to now, uh, what albums do you think have aged well, what hasn't aged well, and how does the current landscape of hip hop look like right now? Or just music yeah. in general? I want to say that the, th- the thing that made me think about this topic was listening to the mm. Marshall Mathers LP and then listening Which to... Which one? The second or the first? First one, then listening to the Eminem show. I told you on okay. my ride in New York City. And mm. it's just like, lyrically, some of the things he says are clearly outdated and very like homophobic, <laughs> very hard. <laughs> so it made me think about like... And obviously, there's people like Tyler who said crazy things when he started his career. And... There's a Hypocrite. there's been errors. I think at the end of the day there's something Throw about Tyler in the mud too. Yeah. No, yeah, Tyler says some <laughs> weird fucking shit. He says he's gonna stab Bruno Mars in the goddamn esophagus. Yeah. But there's something about so if you use jazz music, something about it mm-hmm. is universal and it will last forever. There's something about those live instruments. So some of these nineties albums and early two thousand albums sound so much better than albums we got in the bling era of rap, where you're getting more like Oh, people are finally cooking up on a laptop and like using mm-hmm. distorted sounds. So honestly, it's like my mm-hmm. least favorite time of hip hop is like that middle two thousands, early twenty tens, where you got like like all, some of those good Good Friday tracks from Kanye sound so old and like crappy. So <laughs> to go for some albums that age poorly, it's gonna be a one you maybe weren't expecting from me. But the sideline story by J Cole. He said, "Okay, okay." He said on production wise, or what he said. Um, production wise. Okay. So he says on Vilmatic on um, Born what's Center. it called on Friday Night Lights. Or oh, yep, Vilmatic. Yep. Yeah, he says, "Um, a little birdie says you're gonna about to drop an Illmatic." And he's like, "You, how can you say you're about to drop an Illmatic and then drop like this album?" <laughs> I'll be honest. It's like it's his, easily his worst album. Love Cole, my uh-huh. favorite artist ever. But bro, some of these beats and I mean, Mr. Nice Watch sounds like the most outdated song ever. 
Yeah, that's the worst song in the history of the world. But it's okay though. And I'm surprised being so critical of Cole. This surprise this really surprises yeah. me. I mean he and Cole's known for having some bad bars like Cole's mm. heating up like that leftover lasagna. Like that's not a bar. He also said I let you, he, he says <laughs> he on said, that's not a bar. <laughs> he also says, um, I let you think that you're the shit, but you boy, you can't out fart me. Eeb. Yeah. You heard your friend say that and didn't like tell him to stop rapping? Oh, what a bad line by Cole. I mean, in it has good songs on it in the morning. And honestly, I think Workout, Nas, I don't know why you hated it so much. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it sounds a little outdated. This one, I don't yeah. think is... About, you can respond to that. This kind of hurts my soul. And I'm surprised you're being so critical, which is fair. All your points are fair. But Silent Story is actually... It's not one of my favorite Cole albums, but it holds a special place in my heart because so many of the tracks are literally some of my favorites of all time. Um, like, and even though the production was off, a label and Jay-Z was a big part of that and forcing him to make sounds and act like a certain way where, where he wasn't. That's where he was wearing the chains and he was yeah. dressing like, you know, dressing like that until he changed his whole style and finally figured it out himself. But literally some of my favorite songs um, from Cole on that album. So that's why it means so much for me personally. Yeah. I'm just surprised that someone who would... Re- who's so obsessed with Nas and he made Friday Night mm-hmm. Lights at the same time. And it's like yeah. Friday Night Lights is just so much better. And I'm tweaking. I haven't looked at this album in a while. So I just want to get the track listing right. Uh, but like, Sideline Story alone is my favorite. Um, let me look at this real quick. Sideline Story yeah. is the song where he says like the whole, the out fart me line now. Like it's a great song until he says that shit. Is it on that song? I think. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get my city on the map. Even if you said it, that song is a slapper. Oh no, yes, sideline mi- story. That's on Dollar. Yes, breakdown. Good. I'm gonna say it. it's not on that song because that song. Lost is one's great. Lost one's a great song. Nobody's perfect. Breakdown. I was listening to today. It's mm. just like it just sounds outdated, and that's the, it. Does you're right. That's the theme of a lot of these early 2010s albums. Mm. Uh, another one that honestly I still love. So this is not really my full opinion, but I've heard it so much. Is that acid okay. rap aged poorly? Like that's if you listen like to a really good one, that's a really good take. Like favorite song, I love it, but like it's an outdated ass beat, and it's just like it's mm-hmm. a product of its era, of in the blog era. So like, I love it because it's like just one of those albums for me. But yeah, it definitely has some outdated sounds to it. And the that's some- crazy. You said that, man. I was in the gym like a month ago, and I was like, let me play some ass rap. It's been a while, and I always go through my whole entire library from A to Z. So I was back on A yeah. again, and I was going through acid rap. And I heard it. I'm like, man, I'm not liking this for some reason. I, I don't know. Something was really off. And the beats, yeah. like you said, sounded outdated. I still like favorite song, though. That's Forever a Slapper. Yeah. Can't sleep on that. <laughs> but like him just going like, ah! Like he kind of does it too many times. <laughs> but I feel like he did it so much. He did it so much more afterwards that it got whatever corny. By yeah. that time, it was lit. Everyone yeah. was going, ah! <laughs> on the other hand, Coloring Book, fucking amazing. I listened to it. From, mm-hmm. It's like... Similar to Astroworld, I'm like, every song on Coloring Book is a banger. What yep. an album. Uh, another one. That, that was right after, that was right before uh, the big yeah. day. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll, maybe we'll come back. He also just had that anniversary concert on 10 years oh, of yeah. Astro mm-hmm. But an artist that I've never truly got into him because I know he's the goat or a goat, but his beat choice to me is so bad. But the Carter, him? the Carter oh, Five. Mm-hmm. The Carter Five is just like age. I think it aged poorly, and I think a lot of Wayne stuff. Mm-hmm. I've listened to the Carter Three, and the mm-hmm. beats are just like I don't like Bro, his relax. beat choice. You're gonna get us mad. I mean, do you like his beat choice? Is just bad, man. 
I feel like you just don't like that type of style he's on. But a lot of people do. And that Southern rap, people really enjoy that. Carter Three, I can agree that it may sound outdated. You can tell that it's from an older time. But I still think it slaps and goes crazy. Yeah, Carter Five, I don't blame him too much, though. Because he had to like out, salvage yeah. a whole bunch of songs yeah, to True. make it work. And mm-hmm. another one I saw floating around social media. It's my last age poorly one. But <laughs> Camp by Childish Gambino slash oh, yeah. be- Because the Internet. Definitely has that 2010 to internet feel to it. That yeah, yeah. Camp, it's just I used to love Camp Bonfire and stuff, but <laughs> I was like skipping through the album after I saw a tweet about it. I'm like, yeah, maybe it didn't age the best. Camp, I agree with because the internet I think is ahead of its time. Even had the whole if you know about it, the whole script for the yeah, album that was cool. and the whole ideas he had. That was cool too. But like you said, it has that 2010. You're stuck in that theme. Same thing with Recovery. If you're Recovery by Eminem, you know like, oh, this is the pop 2010 sound era. But yeah, what, what positives do you have? You had a lot of positives. negatives. What positives do you have? The Off Season by J. Cole, I think is debatably okay. his best album. Honestly, only okay. one, only the first song's beat is like a little old, like old, like outdated sounding. But everything else, I think it sounds amazing. I think the album's gotten mm-hmm. better. Uh, yeah, just cool having fun. Dark Sky Paradise by Big Sean. What an, like, I think it's just an amazing album. I'm listening through it, and like, there's just so many hits on it. It's just a great album. So shout out to Sean for that one. Uh, mm-hmm. Taboo by Denzel Curry, I think is his best album easily, and it still sounds. It's just the jazziness of it. And it's the same thing yep. I have Swimming written down. Like Swimming is just a timeless album, just because. I think if you have live instruments and that type of vibe, it's just a forever album. Yeah. And I also want to pick up what you said before about the whole, because that was a really good insight you said about how a lot of albums back then had like this jazz aesthetic or this almost thematic production sound. And it's kind of crazy how today we have way more, way much more advancement now, but it seems like the beats are like cheap. Like not not to offend like even YouTube producers, but this whole typey vibe, it's kind of getting out of hand. And I, there's not a lot of albums that I hear now that are like late registration where it's just luscious throughout. Yeah. Or even to Pimper Butterfly, like that whole cohesive sound throughout. It, it doesn't it doesn't sound like that anymore, at least in my opinion. I would guess it's just really fucking expensive to do what Kanye did on that album. Fair enough, fair enough. Because <laughs> he's enough. having like John Bryan, he's having orchestras yeah. come up in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see, if you watch the For Your Eyes Only documentary, like mm-hmm. when you, it's one thing like when you hear violins in a song, you're not thinking that like, oh, this rapper got a full orchestra of violins to play this. Yeah. And that's like, that's a, probably a big-ass investment. But yeah, anything with mm-hmm. live instruments just comes out sounding well. But there's trap albums that also, I think, age well. I think something like that early Uzi stuff ages poorly. It, I mean, it's great. Mm-hmm. I think it's still good, but it still sounds like early 2010s. Yeah, but that SoundCloud era. There's like, I think Roddy Rich's, um, excuse me for being antisocial, age well. Like, I think it's just a great album still. Man, where is the homie? Right. That's crazy. Great. <laughs> no, it's crazy that you mentioned Roddy Rich because I was just walking in my kitchen cooking and I just started singing. Um, I forget it's with DJ Mustard. I got a little forties on. A D. I'm like, yeah. man, where's the it's homie? Like, bro, it was a great song. <laughs> I mean, sometimes these artists they strike gold, and I'm like, yo, just go with that sound. Like you found it on Bond. Like yeah. that's on the beat. Just do a whole album of that. <laughs> this type. No, hopefully King can come back. Cause wow, I was like, he is gone. Yeah. Like. And he dropped the album recently, and and that was that. It didn't do well. I don't know if he's out of his record label deal now, if he's going to resign again. I don't know. Um, but for me, at least, in terms of what do I like and what's aged poorly, the last time I think an album really hit me like, oh, this is incredible, and maybe I'm tweaking a little bit, but I think I'm being honest, was that 2017 and 2018 period. 
I feel like that was the last time when we got exceptional albums. 2017, I remember distinctly, because that's when we had 444 and Damn, and 2018 with the plethora, the plethora of albums that dropped, with Swimming, yeah. with um, Travis Scott, Astroworld, so many albums in 2018 that are really, really great. And after that, I think it just kind of uh, fell off from there, sadly. I think sadly it also be partly nostalgia like that is when we're in high school mm-hmm. slash beginning of college mm-hmm. so it's easier mm-hmm. to like love music then and you have more time to listen to it and like I do guess. things but dude songs stuck like when kendrick dropped damn or when, when he dropped damn and he dropped humble that was like number one for months when drake dropped god's plan that was number one for months yeah. now you have people dropping and it goes away in a week yeah i guess i mean there just hasn't been a great great song but mm-hmm. kendrick i mean he dropped the steppers and i didn't think any of the no songs in that stock after the first week everything le- left the top 10 mm-hmm. intentional though right i mean i don't think his goal was to have no one listen to it <laughs> not <laughs> no one but i don't think his goal was to have like drop <laughs> listeners but yeah some of that shit's so personal and it's like i don't know what i'm gonna yeah. listen to. this is beautiful for him but i don't know what i'm listening mm-hmm. to this outside of that so honestly i think the beats you're gonna you're gonna see in a couple years the beats on that are gonna age mm-hmm. horribly some of those beats. Um, fathers yeah, Father Time will be amazing. Mm-hmm. N95 going to sound awful. I think N95 yeah. beat It's just yeah. it's just it's just not a good beat, man. <laughs> You're going to get flamed, my guy. But listen, I think at the end of the day, hip hop, I think we'll maybe have an upturn for next year. Hopefully we can cross our fingers. We'll see how it goes. Uh we also had big news on Super Bowl. A lot of rumors coming out. I know that people are talking about Miley Cyrus might do it. I've heard rumors of Harry Styles, Taylor Swift, uh, Ariana Grande, even Ed Sheeran. Uh, who do you think should be in the next Super Bowl, if it even matters anymore? I feel like it doesn't hit as much as it used to. Nah. But what I do mean, you think? It definitely doesn't. The best they could do, mm-hmm. the best thing they can do is uh, cash money. Get Lil Wayne, Drake, and Nicki Minaj up there. Oh, that's I what saw, they said, but... I saw I a tweet that like happen. Nicki Minaj is the highest streaming female artist and drake is the highest mm-hmm. streaming male artist on spotify so that's crazy mm-hmm. that lil wayne like literally just picked the two next biggest rappers of an entire generation true from both genders so i think that's mm-hmm. honestly the best option this is my biased opinion since i don't listen to too much pop music i feel like harry mm-hmm. styles although he's really popular does he like i don't really know he does on the catalog i don't know harry styles songs i think i guess if, if miley mm-hmm. cyrus was doing a like, hannah montana stuff <laughs> In, no, I'm not even saying the joke, but she's doing Hannah Montana stuff into like her new stuff. Maybe she could do that. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift could obviously do it easily. People are saying uh, it's like she's the best performer of all time. People are you like saw this debate too versus Beyonce. Yeah, that I don't even think it's fair to say like verse each other because Beyonce is mm-hmm. a totally different type of performer where she's dancing and stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know. People are saying that they went into it with their daughters and, and we're like, oh, she performs for three and a half hours straight. And it's crazy. And she's got yeah. she's probably one of those people where like you play back her hits and you're like, oh, I actually know all these songs. I think Taylor Swift is very slept on. If there was a Super Bowl, she would have to do it. I feel like she's the only one out of the list I just said um, to actually have the catalog to do it. Yeah. Taylor Swift, I, I do like her, man. I say I love her. There's not a single you can go through every album and you will know at least five or six songs because she has it's hits crazy. every single year. She's was, that good. I was listening to radio the other day and I feel like back when we were, I'm not sure it's just because you're in elementary school and you're listening to radio more. Mm-hmm. When there was a mm-hmm. hit, you heard it everywhere. Maybe we've talked about this, but I'm like, there's God's like, plan, humble. We don't get that. I don't anymore. even mean like that. But I mean like for the strict pop artists, like if there was a Katy Perry mm-hmm. song, like you heard mm-hmm. it everywhere. But like I don't really know these pop songs these days that are being mm-hmm. played. 
because they're not I, sticking. You heard what I said last yeah. week. The music industry is depressed, whatever. But that's like every, I guess it's, it's not even just rap. It's every genre. But like there was like Levitate by Dua Lipa. Like that's an example of like it was everywhere and you heard it everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know like, what's popular right now that I have no clue like what the pop song is right now. I guess it's like Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. But I feel like her stuff's not. Mm-hmm. It's not sticking as much. Like that. Yeah. The closest I thing I think was Flowers. But even so, it wasn't everywhere. But that was. Yeah the most popular thing. And that was just because of TikTok and streaming and whatnot, you know, social media. Uh, but uh, listen, Taylor Swift is an amazing performer. She needs her flowers. Too many people disrespect her. It's actually insane yeah. the amount of disrespect she gets. She is really good. I mean, she's a great performer overall. Yeah, people are obsessed and, with the show. Yeah. I think it's so cool for the music culture that people are getting like dressed up to go to these concerts. Mm-hmm. And if you go to like Forever 21, there's a section now that doesn't say for Beyonce concert, but like the clothes in that mm-hmm. section are clearly meant to give that like, what is it like the disco r- cowboy vibe yeah. that, but mm-hmm. I think that's sick. The same way that people are going to Barbie and everyone's wearing pink to it. I think that's yep. kind of that energy that we had in the tw- 2000s, which is awesome. Getting dressed to go to mm-hmm. like, a Spider-Man movie, wearing a Spider-Man costume. Yeah. I think that's sick. So I love that. But that's so hard to do it in like the world we're in now. Like that Barbie and Oppenheimer moment even though we all know how incredible that was, I don't think people realize we're never going to have that moment again or the next time it's going to happen is going to be a while from now. Yeah. Because when you ever get excited to go watch a movie like that or listen to an album like that, yeah. like, like I said earlier, like that Humble, I remember distinctly 2018, 2017 when Kendrick dropped Humble, Drake, got, Drake dropped God's Plan and it was everywhere and it stayed and it stuck. Now things don't stick anymore, you yeah. know? I think it's because sometimes these execs get the wrong idea about why something mm-hmm. worked. So Barbie does really well, and they think, oh, let's make more toy movies. And I saw someone mm-hmm. say this. That wasn't the thing you were supposed to learn from the situation. What you're supposed to learn is yeah. that if I make a m- movie that is directed towards women and empowering them, that worked really well. It wasn't the fact that it was a Barbie movie. So I don't. no one wants to see a fucking G.I. Joe movie now <laughs> because Barbie worked. It's like double yeah. down on that. So I think sometimes we get the, the wrong message of – why something worked and what we should take away from like learning that. So if a song gets popular Beautiful. over mm-hmm. some type of beat, it doesn't mean necessarily that beat is the new thing. It could mean that song topic that he was talking about is the right thing. That's facts. And, you know, obviously things aren't working now, but you're saying things were working this week. McJenkins dropped. I know I still need to listen, but you're really loving that album. Yeah. How's that? Um, look, I had to load it up. I want to get the correct name for it. Yeah. Uh, Mick Jenkins dropped The Patience. And I, so mm-hmm. I know that his album, The Waters, is one of those like huge 2010s albums that people love. I can't yeah, say, incredible. Yeah, I can't say I had like the same attachment to it as I did to like acid rap at the time and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this album, first off, shout out to my guy Stoic, who produced three songs mm-hmm. on this thing. It is sick to see someone who is making Mick Jenkins type beats and JID type beats get the feature. But mm-hmm. yo, this album, this man is angry in like a great way. <laughs> He's got fucking power. My favorite songs, mm-hmm. I think Freddie Gibbs slides on show and tell. Then mm-hmm. he's got sitting ducks with Benny the Butcher right after it, which is, mm-hmm. I don't know if that was planned to have Freddie and Benny back to back. To back. Then you have JD uh, right after that <laughs> with yeah. Smoke Break. Oh my God, that's a great mm-hmm. song. Um, Guapanese mm-hmm. is the hardest beat of the year. And this was a fire album. Listen, wow. Guapanese. Bro, that, and that's produced by Stoic. This piano, it's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. The song, yeah. Roy, the Roy G. Biv. He um, raps like mm-hmm. using all the colors, which is just a cool concept. That's I think we're awesome. missing that. Concepts of songs mm-hmm. are always awesome. It yeah, hard to stick to one, but I think it's cool. So yeah, shout out to Mick Jenkins and what he shout does for the artists. For real. 
And another artist I dropped that I really enjoyed was Russ. He dropped his uh, album, Santiago. Really good project. Um, Uni listened to a lot of great yeah. tunes, and he did such good promotion for it, so much good marketing. Um, he even brought like 100 fans to come and watch, like in the, I forget where it was, but some desert or something. And they yeah. all got to watch his trailer for his movie. They ended up watching the movie and having like a whole, essentially like a festival, essentially, for his fans to come and celebrate him. And it was really awesome to see. And Russ needs his flowers too, because what he's doing as independent artist, nobody's doing that. His album, his debut album that he dropped, The Wolf, um, that's going to go down. And people might clown me. I think it's a classic. And it's not even about the quality. It's just because what it did for, um, you know, independent artists and independent music, you know? Yeah, he does. I, it's mm. People have a mixed idea, like what it means to be an indie artist. What mm. he does is so fucking impressive. And also mm-hmm. shout out to Logic, because you sent me this, that everything he's doing in his Discord is really dope. That he's releasing music mm-hmm. he made when he's 16. He's yeah. releasing a new album called Inglorious Bastards where I didn't like the first song. It was over Kick Push. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, he's mm-hmm. back he's back in that like just barring out and having fun back. And I think if you're if you're a diehard Logic fan, this is like the coolest thing your artist can do. If Jay Cole yeah. had a Discord where he was dropping music from when he was in college that like never released and he dropped a mixtape mm-hmm. randomly, I would be fucking exploding. Yeah, and that's how important it is to really have a fan base. I feel like new artists coming up now, they don't really have a fan base. It's kind of like a lot of loose listeners who enjoy your song. They may have found it, but they yeah. wouldn't actually spend money on your product, you know? Because you got to love the story behind the person. And sometimes mm. we have too much information out about people, which is why like it's hard to gain a full fan base because people are like, oh, he said mm. that. Like, I don't like that. But mm. you know, like, people, you fell in love with Cole because you fell in love with the story and everything he was saying. And yeah, that's why you got to put your like, story into the music. Mm-hmm. Can't just be, Shout out like, to Cole. Yeah, shout out to Cole. Shout out to Cole, shout out to Logic. I'm still a little, a little bit salty about what you said about Sideline Story. I don't know. That album kind of holds a place in my heart. Not because it's incredible, but the songs on that album, Breakdown and Sideline Story, are some of my favorite. Breakdown is like, it's a classic, classic Cole song. It's just mm-hmm. some of those beats, man. It's just so early 2000s. It was just the fact that he said, I heard you got an Illmatic, and like he's made an album that doesn't have a very great beat on it. Like, if you're going to make an Illmatic, get Primo and get some of these old producers on it. To this day, Mr. Nice Watch is still the worst beat I've ever heard uh, in my life. To uh, this day, the worst beat I've ever heard in my life with Jay-Z to this day. It's still the right, worst. Come on, Hope. Why is that the one you got on? <laughs> but yo, thank you guys for tuning in for this week's episode. You guys let us know what you think about hip-hop. I think I think it's going down. I think this is going to be a long slump. I don't think it's going to be temporary. I think it's going to be for the long I'm term. I'm optimistic. Especially, you really? Okay, we'll see about that one. Cole and... Cole says I'm out of here and Kenji says I'm out of here and then Jake's like I'm hey, good we're back, we'll see. we're back to more niche audiences I'm fine with mm-hmm. that alright we'll see we'll catch you guys in the next one we'll see you peace, peace.